guys, what's up? Welcome to episode number uh, 91 of Beef's Beef. Um, Why'd you have to think of what episode number it was? I'm trying to throw you off because I know that you're going to bring some random facts about the number 91. I wouldn't say random. I'd say they're very knowledgeable. I would say They're not knowledgeable uh, when you Google them all. No, it's not Google. It, go ahead. I mean, everyone's waiting. Everyone's waiting for your... Number 91 knowledge. Correct. Everybody's waiting because it's their favorite part of the episode. But we'll start off with an easy one. We'll start off with sports. Dennis Robin, jersey number, three years with the Bulls. 91. Correct. I think he was 77 for the Lakers, though. He was also a different number for the Mavericks. Yeah. Which I also read a set. 10 for the Pistons. Yeah. So multiple jerseys. But for the Bulls, and the uniqueness about that, there was only two other players who wore 91. I know one. Metal World Peace. Correct. And I was going to judge you if you said Ron Artest because he was not Ron Artest whenever he wore it. No. I'm going to guess you can't get the second one. Number 91? I yeah. mean, do I know who this person is? It was just two years ago, and my guess is no. I don't know who the... Uh, no. Played for the New York Knicks, Mindagas Kuzmiskis. Sounds yeah. like an injury to your knee. Yeah. Lithuanian player. Um, I, I, I liked watching him in the um, Olympics. And then I kind of followed his career. So he was the other 91, right? So on to the next one. This is a unique one. You got, you got to put on your thinking cap for this one, right? 91 cents is the amount of change you would have if you had one of each coin below $1. Now, I know what you're saying. You're thinking in your head, that's 41 cents. Incorrect, my friend. Half dollar. Uh, 91 cents. Correct. Is the amount of change you would have coins? Yep. Under oh, okay. a dollar. I see what you're saying. That that's what it would add up to is 91 cents. Correct. Gotcha. Okay. I told you to put on your thinking cap before I did that one. Well, the way you worded it was ridiculous. No, I, I'd say you just weren't listening. Uh, number three, famous skipper, multiple World Series winner, Tommy Lasorda's Tom age. He's still alive? He's still alive. Jeez. You were going to drop an RIP. I saved you from that. No, I, did, I just didn't. I did not know he was still alive. Correct. 91, Man. still kicking. I mean, he's, he's lucky to be alive ever to get hit with that baseball in the All-Star game. Shout out to Tommy Lasorda. Come on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, do you think that guy could still talk? That guy probably doesn't even know where he's at. I mean, if we did a podcast, he might have to take a cat nap in the middle. But I'm good with that because I feel I'm not like... letting him take a nap because then we don't know if he's going to wake up. True. You got to be careful with that type of stuff. So, number He's taking four. taking the long nap, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, let's be careful. I'm just saying, eat. I'm not having him on the on here because he's not going to know where he's at. Yeah, if he dies tomorrow, you know, to all the we'll listeners. We'll just do him like your dog. We'll just give him some lunch meat. And yeah. Probably get him up. Hey, knowing Tommy Lasorda, that, that might do it, actually. <laughs> so, RIP Ginger. Um, number four. Uh, international dial number for India. You know that's my personal favorite. I have to throw these in here. But that leads me into my next segment. So had a large group of individuals reach out to me and show their distraught for your hate of Asians. Asians. I don't hate Asians. No, no, no. They, How many of them said something to you about your hatred of Canadians? Uh, it's, no, nobody, because they knew. They could tell the you genuine. Are, you're making this up. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's no way that someone's reached out to you. I can't count on my own hands and fingers and toes and feet that people who reached out to me. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to dedicate this segment to all the Asians around the world and drop a little bit of knowledge on you, right? First thing I wanted to do is list a couple of famous 
Asian ancestry individuals. And to start off with my personal favorite, your boy Jeremy Lin, right? Next, Aziz Ansari, comedian. Beautiful young lady, Olivia Munn. What, what, what? Let me ask you a question. Yeah, how many is there going to be? No. Did you say Asian? No, I said Asian ancestry. Is is India considered Asian? Correct. Or I guess it is. Yeah, it's in the the continent. You know what's weird? I I retract because I was thinking Oriental, so I stand corrected. Okay. Well, in my studies, you know what I learned? What's that? Russia is technically in Asia, but it's not Asian. What is it? It's Russian or European. So then Indian, India wouldn't be Asian either, would it? India technically is. I didn't understand it. I read all this research about it. I couldn't tell you anything about it. But it was a good hour well, of my you, life last night. At least you know night. what you're talking about. Yeah, an hour of my life last night dedicated to finding out why Russia is all an Asian. All this stuff that you look up, and I send you something, and you're like, hey, man, I don't have time. Priorities. Yeah, you know this what I'm is saying? ridiculous, dude. i got to give the people what they want, as Jalen Rose would say. Um, other, Olivia Munn, you missed that. Do your research on her. Anybody who doesn't know about Olivia Munn, shout oh. out, come on the podcast. Yeah. One of my all-time favorite golfers, Anthony Kim. Your favorite singer and songwriter, Bruno Mars, all four foot seven of them. I thought you were going to say William Hung. Uh, really? Is that the next one? No, that was my one that I saved for last. Okay, just ruin it. No big deal. I'm, I'm the king of doing that, dude. I was going to give him a good introduction to everything. I, you really make me angry. She banged. Next wait, one. Wait, what? Bruno what? Mars is from Hawaii. Well, he's Asian ancestry. There's a lot of individuals. Dwayne Rock Johnson was actually on the list originally, but he got scratched because I didn't feel like he was as popular as some of these other individuals <laughs> what on here. What are you talking about? He's like the most popular human being right now. I didn't want to give him any shout-out. I don't feel like he deserves it. He's already got enough. You know, he doesn't need Beef's Beef co-signing. So right. he's probably busy working on Fast and Furious 37 right now. I, did I haven't seen any of them past one because the first one was terrible. R.I.P. Paul Walker. And uh, next one will be a cool story with it as well, too, the Jabberwockies. So at one point in time, I was out in California with a good friend. We had another good friend who was his uncle get us into a DVD premiere party for Step Up to the Streets. And it's the most random thing ever. Oh, it's step, more than step up to the streets. And I you also, guys were in the DVD premiere. It was classic and on the red carpet you're and everything. Your age, bro. I know, but I was. I mean, first red carpet event for me ever in my career, probably last. But I uh, also had a girlfriend. Shout out to the former girlfriend who really enjoyed that What's movie her name? as well too. We're not going to go there, but. Um, and actually, we'll say lady friend because real big shout out there when you yeah, say her name. Shout out, correct, and. Um, when we were at this DVD premiere party, my good friend who I was there with was dancing with this Latino woman. And we actually just referenced Big Poppy getting himself in a little bit of trouble recently, yeah. right? And this individual had us come as close as you can get to getting in a fight without actual physical altercation. So the MC of the night, who was actually in the movie, it was his girlfriend, wife, <laughs> fiance, something of that nature. Yeah. They're getting a little too friendly. I think it is, it doesn't surprise me. It was classic. I, I really enjoyed it. And uh, if we were to get into an altercation, we were winning that fight because his older brother was there as well, too. So it's going to be an interesting thing. Good story. Would have been even oh, better. Oh, wow. So it wasn't the person that I thought would have gotten you into that. It was not. This one was actually. We won't say name. We don't have to no, go yet. No, there was no names. Was. I was saying this one was actually a uh, subtle mistake on his part. It was not intentionally trying to. The only mistake to... was he didn't take her out of there earlier. Well, 
I think he might have actually asked for a phone number and things of that nature. <laughs> we won't go as far as to say what exactly happened, but oh, it was man. yeah, it was an interesting evening. So on with the list. We got one of my favorite comedians, Bobby Lee. We got one of your favorite martial artists, Bruce Lee. Yes, we got sir. a Cleveland Cavalier in Jordan Clarkson. Um, famous actor Ken Jeong. The part that you ruined, which I had a great introduction for, William Hung. And then... What, let's at least hear your introduction. No, it's not happening. You ruined it. That doesn't happen after you ruined it. You know it. Sharp bought that CD when it came out? William Hung? I didn't even know there was a CD. Yeah, bro, there was a CD. Was it, it like was, a single song CD? It had She Bang on there, yeah. Yeah, that's an important one. I mean, shout out to William Hung. Come on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but let's find him. Where are they now? That like should have been VH1. our power move, yeah. And uh, last two for you, which are actually related, related not reated. Um, your personal favorite house music, I think is what you would call it, DJ, Steve Aoki, and his father, who you need to learn to respect, my good friend, because he's the one who brought Benny Hanna to America. Funny backstory with What's, Benny Hanna. What is Benny Hanna? No. No, don't do this. You don't know what Benny Hanna is? Is that a restaurant? Oh, yeah, it's a restaurant, bro. I'm being harmsonized. I don't know. It's it. the hibachi grill. You know all the hibachi well, D, grills. You should realize at this point that I don't eat at those places. Why? That's <laughs> why because you hate that, Asians. That's what started this whole conversation of you all saying that I hated Asian people because I don't like their food. This is what I tried to dedicate. I'm sorry, all you Asian people. I tried to dedicate this segment to you, and you're over here ruining it and making it way worse. But I'm not making it worse. I just don't like their food. So I didn't know what Benny. You don't like was. their food. You don't like their culture. You don't I never like said their it. Women. I don't know anything about their culture because I've never okay. been there. Okay. Yep. Just keep digging that ditch over there, buddy. But anyways, funny backstory to Benny Hanna. I'm gonna have to use my least favorite word in the world. Allegedly, one time I was in Las Vegas with another good friend. This could have been the friend that you were thinking about potentially did these <laughs> thing earlier. And we ate at Benny Hanna, and this person had had a long day of relaxing by the pool with adult beverages and upon leaving the restaurant he decided it was going to be a good idea to grab the intercom mic that goes over the entire building and explain to people that he felt as if there was parts on my body that were not normal size they were smaller than usual if you get what i'm saying <laughs> so everybody in the restaurant heard my name and then oh. dot 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 after you can think of what happened after oh yeah. my gosh so needless to say i got a good cardio workout in after that because i was getting out of there because you that were embarrassed point. no I, I just showed that everybody is as... i just jumped up and said he's lying da, da, da. you know just well that's it. that makes you seem guilty yeah Probably. Like makes it seem like it. He's well, until they the saw it, and then they're like, "I mean, okay, that's average." Wait, you you showed them. Yeah, oh, I, I felt like that was the only. This is going there. in a terrible direction. But last ones for you, and a couple of fun facts for you about you, the country. Wait, you got more? Is yes, that, I've is, got more. Wait, is that whole page what you're going to talk about? I, I really mean, hope you're almost no, done with that page. No, there's another page after this. Oh my god! But listen, in in Vietnam. Everyone has the same birthday. You ask, how is that physically possible, right? Age is counted by years past tets, which is New Year. Years so, past what? Tets. Not the other word. No, I just, I thought but, you said cats at first. No, tets. Tets is what their New Year is. Okay. That's based on the moon cycle, so okay. each year that's different. But I thought that was pretty cool. Everybody has the same birthday. No, they don't dumb. celebrate it like that. I here. want my own birthday. Yeah, because you're selfish. We no, because me and Stone Cold have the same birthday, and... Okay, that is decent. I'll give and you that. And Christine Aguilar. So. Whoa. Way better than Britney Steven Spears. Steven Spielberg. 
You just DMX. I mean, I, DMX. I have, I'll give you DMX. Yeah, I'm back in the game now. So you got three, but the other two, three? I don't even know why. Steven you Spielberg. No. Are no, you kidding no, no, me, no. bro? Have you ever seen ET? Yeah, he phoned home, and it wasn't that impressive. Sub subpar movie at best. Subpar. Subpar. Go ahead, finish finish okay. your, your stuff here. Largest continent on the planet. Four point four six billion people there, and all of those people thinks that beef hates them, and so I wanted to write the ship and ensure that one of us loves the Asian culture. Uh, number three, highest number of billionaires in the world. So not only is there a lot of people there, there's a lot of rich and wealthy people there. So we need those sponsorships. Anybody wants to sponsor Beef's Beef in yeah. Asia, just let us know. Yeah, they like beef in Asia. Nah, not so much. But what they do like, lead me in, I see what you did over there, is rice. 90% of the rice produced in the world is consumed in Asia. So we don't have to worry about you consuming any of it. But the Blues just scored, by the way, 1-0, baby, up in here. I just ate rice on my burrito. Yeah, that's true. But it was uh, cilantro lime rice. Nope. You got Brown. Bro- oh, okay. Should have been cilantro lime rice. Brown anyways. rice, bro. Yeah, they're both good. Should have been cilantro lime rice. Um, and last two for you are extremely unique and extremely off the wall. I can't wait, dude. I mean, all these other ones have been fantastic. Classic. This is only 12 minutes so far. We still got another eight to go. Being fat in Japan is illegal. Anyone age 40 to 74 must have their waistline measured. This is where things get interesting. Men, you wonder why I don't like Asians. Yeah, that's just this is just Japan. So don't don't condemn the whole country or whole nation. But men must be under thirty three and a half inches. That's not that big. I was thinking if you're like six five, six six, six. I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you, dude. Yeah. I don't think I've been under thirty three inches in a waist since I was in like fifth or sixth grade. Well, was that pant size? Yeah. Okay. I thought so, but you're I, probably I didn't still know under that. No, I'm not under that. All right, go ahead with your next one. Um, women must be under 35.4 inches. So that was a thing that was unique to me. So they, they can still have donks. They okay. like their women a little bit bigger over there. I, you know, that was kind of funny to me. Um, last one for you, and this is going to be a lead-in for you into All our right. next segment. It's bad luck to get a haircut on a Wednesday in Thailand. So Mondays are good luck. Wednesdays are bad luck. So I'm feeling like whenever you have to get that mullet, don't do it on a Wednesday, bro. Don't do it on a Wednesday. You know what I mean? Respect the Asian culture, Thailand culture. Don't get it on a Wednesday. I'm bringing all the Canadian facts next week. I'm going to bring Drake with me after they win the title. Bring Drake in here. You know, he's going to talk about the Canadian culture. You don't even know how to use Google like I do. Ask Jeeves. I won't have to. I'll, I'll bring Canada here, bro. Okay. I'll bring Drake here. You don't I'll, even have your passport. I'll, I'll tell him, meet me in Clarksville, Aubrey. That's what I'll tell him. All right. That's fair. Yeah. You're not going to know what to do. If I bring a Canadian in here, you're not going to know what to do. Yeah. I'm going to speak English to him because that's what they speak. And then I'm going to say, hey, do you want to trade money? Because our money is pretty much the same value as Canadian dollars. No, it's actually it's, it's, a little bit, it's, it's a little a little bit more. Than, yeah. Not much, but I'm just saying close. All right, so are we ready to move forward? You tell me, man. I don't know. Do you got any more random facts over there? That was all I had. I just feel like you're ruining the best segment of the show. I'm not I'm not ruining it, man. You got to bring it with more passion. I was as passionate as I can get. I just wanted to say thank you to all of our Asian listeners. And I, I want to apologize I for my Asians, good friends. But I'm glad you did that to bring some awareness, some, some awareness yep. to the Asian culture. That's correct. We got Lock of the Week again, and I brought, I brought a, another one. 
So hopefully, once the Bruins go ahead and get this victory for uh, for Boston and Big Poppy and Happy Gilmore, that you know I'll go that'll that'll put me at two one you leading, and then this one is going to tie it up. Yep, you're down one zero. Like I said, that's I don't all care. I got to it's say. early. Yeah, the game just started. Correct. Is it still the first period? Yes, one oh five left. Oh, so the first period's almost over. Correct. We're okay. We just we just haven't hit our run yet. Keep telling yourself that where you hear those. What was those the last clippers. game? Like five to nothing or something? It was not good. It was seven one, I believe, or seven two. Yeah. <laughs> so our lock of the week this week is gonna be one that neither one of us know about because neither one of us like the sport. False. What do you mean false? I love women's whatever the sport is. I don't See, you don't away. even like – you didn't even know what we're talking about. It's the Women's yeah, World Cup. Yeah, I was going to say football. It's the Women's World Cup. Correct. I wanted to let you, since you picked it, and just so everybody knows, you tried to bait and switch me. It's weird how I'm learning your moves and doing, using them on you. It is, isn't it? Because you'll say, hey, who do you want? Good, that's who I wanted you to have anyway. Yeah, because you did your homework on this, and you gave so the two teams involved for Australia and Brazil. He picks the Australia and Brazil game, and everybody knows that Brazil is a world powerhouse in soccer, right? Well, unfortunately, not this time, my friends. Yeah, so, I should have let you pick Thailand against us yesterday, fourteen <laughs> zero or something like that, fourteen one. But so, needless to say, I'm going to take Brazil in this. And even though Brazil hasn't beaten Australia in the last five matches that they've played. Tomorrow is their day. I'm taking Australia. You're about to go down under. <laughs> Poor punt right there. It, it was, was not it very works, funny. But it it works. 2-0 Blues. <clears throat> I'm just no, saying. No, it's not. I swear on everything. No, it is not. Correct. What in the heck? Blues. Dude, you stacked the deck over. You, you, you're like freaking back to the future. You like went ahead and looked at this. Let me give you guys a little bit of betting advice. When you see logos, choose the better logo. You the, sound like a girl that knows nothing about the NCAA tournament. <sighs> And he's picking the prettier jersey. Okay. Just remember when Brazil wins tomorrow, and that's 4-0, and then you have to get your haircut. Don't get your haircut on a Wednesday. I'm not getting my haircut today. I can't wait to get my haircut anyway because I'm getting tired of it. I don't like it. It's touching my ear. Yeah, I hope you like that mullet. I'm not going to have a mullet, dude. It's not going to happen. Chicks are going to dig that. Maybe so. What if that? What if that does happen? What if I get a mullet and then like I just start pulling chicks on the rig? I think I. Deserve you're gonna like, cut your. You're no, gonna no, no. cut your hair into a mullet. No, too. I'm not. I think I deserve a percentage of profit. You're not there. getting anything. Percentage of profit from pulling chicks. What does that mean, BJ? Uh, I'm not gonna discuss that on air. We'll write that up in a contract. And so the NBA finals are going on, because <laughs> there's no point in talking about that on here, but. Correct. The uh, since we've last been on here, well, they've had two games. I believe so. Yeah, uh, splitting it. So Raptors went in the last night up three one, or two nights ago. I'm sorry, they went into that game two nights ago up three uh, one. Yep. Pretty much had the game won and a questionable timeout call, in my opinion, by Nick Nurse. I'd say more than questionable. It's very anticlimactic ending. They're making a big run. Which, to be honest, Warriors were just missing shots. Yeah, but you had them in shambles, and then right. you call a timeout. You let them get a set, uh, you know, kind of kind of put together. Clay knocks down back to back threes and gives them the lead. Yep. I mean, you had Kawhi going ten zero by himself. Yep, and they made that adjustment in the huddle of how to guard him, and they exactly. brought that double. And 
Man, it sucked because of how great that game was up until like literally the last second when when Kyle Lowry took that shot that got blocked. Right. I was like, really, this is how the game's going to end? Good thing you said that because everybody was talking about how poor of a shot that was. That definitely got tipped. He didn't just yeah. shoot it off the side of the backboard. As much crap as Kyle Lowry always gets for not showing up in the playoffs, that I mean, he got the he. I thought maybe he should have head faked, but I don't think he had time to do that. No, there's no way he did. And even, too, what I said, I said to my dad whenever I was talking to him, if you look, Draymond is playing high side on Gasol on the post to contest that shot. If Gasol seals low, and I think it was Van Vliet drops it low to him, that's a dunk game over. And they just didn't have the correct read on it. Two things, it's like I said, Gasol wasn't sealing, and then Van Vliet couldn't, couldn't have the passing angle. You're correct, it was Van Vliet. Van Vliet was the one that passed it to Lowry there at the end. Right. Um it was. I mean, you got to give credit to the Warriors. The Warriors stuck, you know, stood tough. With uh, you, kind of thought they were going to roll over when they lost KD. KD was playing well, but you could tell it was weird. John texted me and was like, "Man, he just doesn't look right when he's running." And I was like, "It looks like he's running barefoot on a bunch of gravel." Right. Like he just didn't look like he was comfortable at all running. No, I mean you knew cardio wise he wasn't back full health either too. So. They needed a win. They brought him back. Supposedly, all the doctors cleared him and everything. But hindsight being twenty twenty, they shouldn't have. You think that they're just saying that to kind of cover their tail? Or what? Do that the th- doctors cleared him? Yeah. No. I mean, I guarantee you, the way that works is he tells the doctors he's good to go. They do all the tests, and with uh, an injury like that, where it's a strain, there's nothing that's going to show up that they'd make him like, sick. To me, with that, with that, with what happened, it seems to me like it was never really his calf. It seems Originally. to me like it was his, his, it was his Achilles from the beginning, yeah. and they were looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say looking at the wrong thing, but I could see how you could think that was originally an Achilles injury. From everything I saw, you know, I thought originally it was an Achilles. Then they said calf, okay. Then he was out for the amount of time that he was, roughly a month. Okay, 32 days, I think is what they said. It yeah. was his first game in 32 days. Yeah. So now everybody who said that the Warriors were better without KD gets to eat their words. I mean, yeah, I guess we'll see. You get to see whether they are or not. No, they're not better. That's not even a question. But I think they still can win, but they're not better without KD. I hope they don't win. I mean, I feel bad for KD and getting hurt, but my feelings for Golden State's not going to change because the player gets hurt. Right. I feel bad for him, like I said, but I don't feel bad for the Warriors. Well, they just released out today that he's not going to opt into his contract unless that's his only option. Oh, he said that? Yeah. Wojanowski said that. That's who broke it. And wow. uh, you know whatever Woj says, you can pretty much write down. So yeah, and, I mean, I saw the the Kyrie thing that you shared that Kyrie uh, decided to opt out. Which it, yeah, uh, the people that commented on there like that was out, like it was coming out of nowhere. Everyone knew he wasn't going to it towards the end of the season. He pretty much said he was not going to. Yeah, well, twenty one point three is what he would have been due, and he, he'll make more than that. So it's kind of one of those deals. No reason to if he didn't want to be there. Even if he does want to be there, he can sign another contract with them. Yeah. So let me put you on the spot here with this. If you're KD, Correct. you rupture your Achilles. Which some people say I play like KD. So, like, this is easy for me to get you my You play like head. KD now. <laughs> That's brutal. <laughs> That's tough right there. Um, all right. All jokes aside. I probably am as fast as KD right now, so that could be true. <laughs> oh, man. He might shoot that better than terrible. me still right um, now. You're KD. Correct. 
what do you do if you're if you're going into the next season as far as free agency goes? First thing I'm doing, I already told you this earlier, I'm burning the KD-12. The KD-12 shoe is the reason for all these injuries, allegedly. That's my second that's, time. That's, that's according – I mean, it's a good observation by you. I mean, you don't – I don't think it has any truth to it. It's just odd to me that. Well, no, I mean I think there may be something to it because I, there was a there was some stuff going around back in the uh, Adidas like, era with yeah D-Rose. the Adi- yeah that stuff he the got Alonzo hurt. Ball era with Triple B. Anytime somebody gets injured, they're always going to say stuff. Well, like no, that. there was a lot of people that got hurt with Adidas. Yeah, there was a lot of them, and it was like this stuff seems kind of like where there's smoke, there's fire type things. Yeah, I don't think there's any truth to it. I think injuries are up. Athletes are better than ever. Um, I think, in all seriousness, it is odd that Iguodala is one wearing those shoes. Think about it. There's not many people playing right now. There's only a couple of them wearing the KD-12, which is a shoe I loved. I showed you the details on, though. Those are crazy. The first colorway that came out looks like it's just a black and white shoe. People don't understand all the details in it. But um, Iguodala's got a lower leg injury. KD had a lower calf injury and then comes back and now has an Achilles injury. To me, it's kind of odd that those are two main guys wearing them and then end up being hurt. Um, Second thing I'm doing is in the offseason, I'm staying. I I got no reason to leave. Because here's the thing. This is the reason. Because I said the same thing. You opt in because you only are opting in for one more year. Correct. So you opt in, you play for that year. Then if you want to leave, you either say, hey, hey, I don't want to leave anyway. I can just opt in and stay here. Yeah. And at that point, you're probably close to bird rights, which then means you can get a crap ton more money, and you can maybe still sign free agents. And two, if you did want to go somewhere, you've played a healthy amount of time, people can look at you, you're going to get what you're worth. Yeah. I think he's looked at it as like he might already have a championship on his resume, so now that box is checked. Now he can be considered one of the greatest of all times at some point. So now he's ready to do his own thing. I will say if him and Kyrie pair up on a team with young, good assets, that would be very interesting to me. They were talking about the Knicks trading for Anthony Davis, and supposedly Pelicans say the Knicks don't have good enough young assets. I don't think so either. But if somehow magically Kyrie and KD go there and they get Anthony Davis, that will be a powerhouse three right Well, look out for Kyrie and and, uh, KD to go to Brooklyn. Brooklyn has enough No, they're saying Tobias Harris is what they're saying. Uh That's a little bit different category. Tobias Harris is a good player. Tobias, man, I'm not just saying this because I know you like the Sixers. I think they have a good thing if they stay there and play a full year together. Yeah, Reddick's gone. That team could be ridiculous. Rex can get paid somewhere else again. I mean, he's already making like $15 million a year, which is crazy. I mean, at this point, man, you might as well just go somewhere and take a pay cut and go play for a championship somewhere if you're Redick. Somewhere you can get, like, even Golden State. I don't think State. he cares about that at all. He just wants to get his while he's here. I can't blame him. I mean, he's not a guy who's ever going to be considered some great piece of a great team. He's just yeah. a shooter and a scorer. Always gets criticized for defensive paralysis. I like what he brings to the table for spacing purposes, scoring purposes, but I don't think he's ever going to be a guy in any conversation. Two things while we're we're still kind of on the shoe thing. Yeah. First thing, did you see Giannis' shoe? No. It's awful looking, dude. The Nike? Yeah, his first signature shoe. thing looks terrible. (laughs) Like, I can understand where some people come from with certain shoes. That thing looked absolutely terrible. Yeah. Second thing, did you see what – uh, Donovan Mitchell said was his only thing that he wanted uh, for his signature, first signature shoe. No. 
he said that he wanted his first signature shoe to be under $100 because he oh, wanted it to be affordable. That's what everybody says, bro. It ain't yeah. going to happen. I mean, I guess we'll see. He said that's the only he said that's the only thing that the only input I want to put on it. Right. I'm telling you that's literally what everybody says. And then once you become a big enough athlete and then they the bag gets a little bit larger, he'll do what they need him to do. Now, granted Adidas doesn't have a ton of high-priced shoes. I mean, the Harden I think is regular retail 140 maybe. I hate that I like some of his shoes, Harden's cuz yeah. I hate Adidas. Well, you shouldn't hate Adidas. I hate Adidas. Adidas has some nice shoes. I don't know if I've ever bought a pair of Adidas. Oh my goodness! I just I don't like them. Yeah, uh, you should definitely try some pure boost. Pure boost that'll change your mind. No, NMDs might not fit your foot great, but I like NMDs. Um, basketball wise, the Hardens and the Lillards are all right. D Rose has still got his own signature shoe. Not trying to buy those. No, I'm looking at Giannis's shoe right now. This is not the worst thing I've ever seen. I didn't say it was the worst shoe ever, but that's terrible. That thing is terrible. Backwards Nike check. That's the craze right now. A reverse Nike check. Ever since that LeBron did it, everybody wants to do it. And it looks like it's going to be a good, comfortable so you basketball think, you shoe. you think that looks good? And that picture you have looks terrible. The yeah, picture I'm, I'm looking saying. at looks way better. It looks... It's the same. It's the same article. Yeah, if you scroll down a little bit, it's the same thing. Yeah, I'm just saying the picture I'm looking at looks like a mid. The picture you're looking at looks like a low. That's the thing, though, man. You can make a turd look good with good filters. <laughs> that thing looks. Are when you trying old, to talk about my Facebook profile pic right there, bro? No. Shots fired again. No, I didn't say that. Okay. That's your own words. Oh, okay. But when he's holding his hands, that thing looks terrible. Listen, there's a reason why I use wedding photos. They make you look real good. Yeah, you're not even going to get married. Of course, that's why I'm using those photos, bro. But so you like? Would you buy those Giannis? No, retail said 120 on it. That's a fair price. I'm not purchasing it. It's an it's an interesting design. I mean, the Nike check on the back being the heel. It's interesting. I I don't like them. I think they look terrible. Yeah, they're. they're <laughs> Again, they're not the ugliest shoe I've ever seen, but uh, they're, I would not buy them. Nike's hit an interesting patch in design currently, and uh, you'd think they've run out of ideas, and they keep coming up with crazy stuff. Well, I mean, it still feels like they ran out of ideas. Yeah. This looks Jordan's like they cut in out the same of, category. That's why Jordan keeps coming out with the same shoe, because people keep buying them. Correct. As long as people are going to buy them, they'll, they'll make the money. Yeah. I mean, if I'm him, I'm like, yeah, okay, you get mad at me all you want to. You're the one still buying the shoe. And it's not Jordan. Jordan literally has nothing to do with the Jordan brand. Nothing. He's the guy who they built the brand off of his back. Yeah. He's not designing them. He's not picking what's releasing. He's not doing any of that. Yeah. He's just collecting the bag. By the way, I didn't say this earlier. I should have. We got a guest in the room, but he doesn't want to talk. We got Javen. He's a former guest on here, but he says he doesn't want to talk. So if you guys hear random laughs, that's him it's laughing. Me. It's, yeah. It's me. It's Javen. It's yeah. Javen laughing at some of our lame jokes. Yeah, when we were talking athleticism earlier and you told me his background, I was going to ask him if I could borrow a little bit too, but I didn't want to put him on the spot. <laughs> well, no, so. he's training for the Olympics. You can't borrow okay. that. Well, I would say I'd give him some of mine, but there's none left. So, yeah, that ain't going to help you any. I'll just wish you good luck and cheer you on from the sidelines. Absolutely. So, speaking of KD, I looked up some stuff earlier and I found an article and it talked about other NBA players that have gone through the same injury that he has. Did you use Google for this? Uh, yes. Do you think they're going to sponsor us because of this? Uh, probably not. They probably have bigger fish to fry. Oh, okay. 
I mean, why, they don't really need to advertise everyone uses them. I'm just saying, shout out Google if you want a sponsorship. Like deal, they, they we'll brought it. The, what was it? Bing. They brought that out for a little bit. Like, who uses Bing? Honestly, yeah, Yelp is the other one that we actually do some stuff on. But I thought Yelp was one that you put like reviews on for people. Yeah, I'm talking about the fireworks store. I should have said we we put hours on there and then you know stuff like that. But I looked up uh, and found an article, and it talked about some players that have ruptured their Achilles um, and kind of how they've come back. Uh, the most recent one, De- uh, DeMarcus Cousins, uh, you and I both kind of agreed the jury's still out on that one. He didn't really have a good sample size after he came back from it to really even say yay or nay on whether he has come back. Because right. he came back, then he got hurt again, and he hurt something else. My biggest thing is it's a different system. So in Sacramento, he was featured, and in Golden State, he's kind of the afterthought. Yeah. So we've seen glimpses of him being a great player again. Need need more games played. Yeah, uh, another one's Rudy Gay. He got hurt at the age of thirty. Uh, the, he came back late in the next season. Uh, his minutes were reduced, but honestly, his efficiency was still pretty much the same. Yeah, it's just his minutes were dropped. I like Rudy a lot. I've always liked his game, and then I think uh, he was a big part of that Team USA championship yeah. or Olympic gold medal. So I I respect him stepping in for that. He's a guy that you always kind of forget about, but he's always like consistent. Yeah, a lot of people remember him from his UConn days even, too. And I thought when he was going to come in the league, he was going to be a top-ten player. Me, too. And he's never panned out to be that. He was on an underperforming Memphis team and uh, then has kind of bounced around. But I think he's got a great he's spot in San like Antonio. everywhere. He's played in a lot of places. Uh, the next one is another guy that's played in a lot of places, Wesley Matthews. Yep. Uh, he got hurt at the age of 28 and was honestly never the same. I, I didn't realize that's what it was. Uh, I feel like he signed that contract with Dallas and just like kind of just has just fallen to the wayside. Yeah, that's the thing. Some people you see get that money and then they just kind of change. This might have been injury, but I never understood that contract anyways. Yeah. Uh, another one, which I didn't realize this one either, was Brandon Jennings. He got hurt at the age of 26 and then um, only played 81 more games in the NBA. Had two stints for 81 total games. Shout out to Brandon Jennings for Brandon taking Jennings. his talents overseas instead of to the again. NCAA. Then he go to yeah, but now he's over there again. I believe so. You make yeah. a good living over there. Yeah. Uh, another one is a guy that uh, actually kind of went the other way with it. I guess you could kind of say Elton Brand. Yeah. Elton Brand got hurt at the age of twenty eight, um, but honestly stayed the same. Was I feel like he was kind of consistent. He he fluttered off a little bit when he got to Philly. I hate to say that because I know. You're you're a Philly guy, but um, well, he's back killing it right now. Yeah, but he kind of once he got there, I felt like you know he was kind of old and his body, his injuries were kind of catching up to him. Right. He's a bigger boy too. I mean, athleticism was never his specialty. And another one, uh, the last one I got is Memento Kerr, which you gave me the cool story that you actually paid 115 dollars and saw him on the front row. That's correct. Which was a deal. Yeah. Memento Kerr got hurt at the age of 30 and only played 30 more games. So, to me, um, none of these guys outside of Cousins are superstars. Yeah. If uh, I were Kerr, by the way, I would never have 30 in anything. If you were 30 years old and then you only came back and played 30 games and then his birthday is probably on something the 30th, <laughs> you just might as well skip that day. Yeah. Um. But really, the only superstar in here outside of KD is Cousins, and the jury's still out on that one. Right. Um, 
It's interesting. There's not many Achilles injuries that we've had. Well, there were, there were more. Kobe was on the one. Kobe was on there. Dominique Wilkins was on there. Chauncey Bilbs was on there. Lafonso Ellis. Lafonso Ellis. But a lot of the other injuries that I didn't write down were guys that were older. Lafonso was still 26. Right. But Kobe was 34, 35, something like that. Dominique Wilkins was 32 or 33. Uh, Chauncey Bills was 35. Like, those guys I'm not really counting because you're already toward the end of your career anyway. Right. So I think it's kind of hard to really give a, a fair assessment off of somebody that's already towards the end of their career anyway. I heard that's a extremely painful injury, Absolutely, too. dude. Like, the fact that uh, John brought up a good point. I, I don't like Kobe. I never have. But the fact that he shot that free throw yeah. and made the free throw after he ruptured his Achilles is phenomenal to He me. better have made the free throw. What happens if he misses it? I mean, I don't care if he throws it and it hits the popcorn guy like Patrick Ewing in Space Jam. It doesn't <laughs> matter to me. The fact that you're standing up there and even have the cojones to shoot that free throw anyway right. after you just rupture your Achilles is phenomenal to me yeah kobe doesn't get the respect he deserves in my opinion i mean kobe's an all-time great one of the elite competitors of the game you might dislike him but you got he's a top five laker of all time yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's what i'm talking about right there hey are you gonna are you gonna say i'm wrong no i'm gonna say he's top three i would agree with you there yeah i would agree with you there i think he's number three (laughs) yeah i mean We've had that conversation before. I, I'm just saying top three. I'm not putting anybody in order. So we uh, we're starting something kind of new. Uh, we're gonna put. I want to say this on here, and then I'll put it in a post as well. Uh, we were asking for people to send us different questions to debate about, or just a question you had for us, or anything. Yeah, pretty and, much. If you've got a question, we want to answer it. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. And my brother asked me today, does it have to be about sports? That's the part where we kind of dropped the ball. No. Right. It does not have to be about sports. We actually would probably want something outside of sports. It doesn't have to be about anything. The only thing we don't want to do is we don't want to touch on a ton of politics. There's no reason for us to get into that. If you all like politics, do what you do. But at the end of the day, everything but politics pretty much. That's that's pretty much where we're at. So we had two questions come in. Funny enough, it's family members for both of us. Which oh, one? You, you didn't have to tell everybody. that. Well, no, we're going to tell the people who we're going to tell the people who asked the questions. Yeah, but when I say they're terrible questions, now that's going to knock over. You didn't so say well. terrible questions. Well, yet. <laughs> you said that one of them was terrible because you don't like to pick somebody because you're soft. But I think those were my exact words. I think. Yeah, I just you said you don't like the you said you don't like to compare errors. I understand that. I've had a lot of people say that. And if you if you hear these and you want to say something, Javen, you can say, you can hop in and say say something to these. So the first question was from your dad. I'll read the exact question so I don't mess it up. Rick asks, uh, "Best basketball team of all time? Any team, professional, entertaining? Who's the best?" And he wants us to say the Sixers. By the way, did you see his hint? Yeah, but I didn't. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't understand the hint. Yeah, he wants us to say the 82-83 Sixers is what he wants <laughs> us to say, and the truth is, burn wrong answer. So what I said was, hey, let's give a professional and let's give a college. Right. And we're gonna do professional first because we consulted and we both had the same team. Yeah. Well, did you? I mean, were we on the same year? Or yes. Was yours after? Because this is the thing for me. It, it was tough. I'm not going by records. I'm not going by. National, I mean, obviously, if you're 
a champion that helps you. But I just went by who is the number one player of all time, in my opinion, and what is his surrounding cast. And that's going to be the 95 and 96 Bulls for me. Well, I can agree with you on some of that, but he's not the best player of all time. Well, you can say whatever you want. But 72 and 10 says what you need to know. 15 and 3 in the playoffs. Goes on to beat Knicks or Heat first, Knicks next, Magic, and then finally beat Seattle in the championship. I kind of that's the only thing that kind of sucks man is I wish we could have seen that team against the Houston team. Yeah, I'm not mad at it, but I mean obviously Houston was a powerhouse while Jordan was out. Yeah. So, and then um think about 105.2 points per game. Opponents points per game were 92.9. So they led the league in scoring and they led the league in holding their opponents to the lowest score points total. One of the greatest coaches of all time, Phil Jackson. I mean, your your big three with Pippen, Jordan, and Rodman. And then uh, Steve Kerr, Tony Kukoc, Luke Longley, Ron Harper. Pretty good team right there. Did you say Bill Wennington? Bill Wennington's on there. I would say they went eight deep, though. I mean, John Sally wasn't what Judd John Bushler. Sally was, was. Judd Bushler, Randy Brown. Which, by the way, shout out to Judd Bushler, who on the NBA 2K games is a solid asset right there. Oh, yeah. You'd be surprised. You can come in and get some buckets with Judd. No, I mean, I remember watching Judd Bushler plenty of times on WGN. (laughs) Yeah. Because they were were always on. Whenever they were blowing teams out, he'd come in and get buckets. So, we both agreed on that team. Do you want to go first with your college team, or you want me to go first? Well, I'll let you, because my team's much better. I'll let you go first, because I'm going to surprise a lot of people with mine. Well, you can surprise people, but mine's still the better team. So I'm going with my bias pick of the 81-82 Tar Heels. I mean, you look at the teams they beat. They beat Hakeem and Ewing in the NCAA tournament. Um, Two losses on the season. Only loss they had all year was Wake Forest, which next game was to Duke. So my guess is they just took a game off and focused on Duke next. They also lost to the number three team in the nation, Virginia, which they had already beat them. Ralph Sampson, baby. Yep. They had already beat them once that year, so they just took a game off. Um, Twelve games in the regular season against top 25 opponent. Had elite size, were national champions, six McDonald's All-Americans. Another great coach. That's in my, I guess, criteria. You want me to surprise you with something? What? He's the greatest coach of all time, in my opinion, college basketball. Yeah. I, I'd say he's definitely – I mean, um, tough tough to say anybody else. There are a couple of other names who are in that conversation, but Dean Smith is one of the all-time greats. Um, Jordan Worthy and Perkins are the three players who are most notable for that team. Uh, five freshmen, five sophomores on that team, not many seniors. And my personal favorite – Was Matt Darty on that team? No. He was not, unfortunately. But my personal favorite, assistant coach Roy Williams. Was he falling over because of vertigo? Vertigo, yeah. Then? No, I think he was falling over because they just won the national championship. But it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> Is yep. that it? That's, that's all you got for that team? Well, I could go on for hours and hours, but I, I'll keep it to the minimum since you want to give us your pick. I'm going to surprise a lot of people with mine. Yeah, shock. I wouldn't say surprise. You're underselling over there. I'd say shock. Because seeing your face uh, was like, yes, that's exactly the 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 reaction that I wanted. Yeah, I almost had a little vertigo. <laughs> um, the 95-96 Kentucky Wildcats. 
blew me away. Team loaded with guys like Tony Delk, Antoine Walker, Walter McCarty, Derek Anderson, Ron Mercer, um, Nazi Muhammad. I mean, just loaded. Uh, went thirty-five and two or thirty-four and two. Avenged both losses that they had. You know who they actually lost to once? I do not. I was trying to think when you said that. John Calipari's UMass team. Really. Came back and beat them in the tournament. They also lost to uh, Mississippi State in the SEC championship of the tournament, SEC tournament, uh, with a guy named Dante Jones. I still remember that game. That's an interesting loss uh, right there. You, I'll give you this. Do you know what former NFL player that they played against in the national title game in 1996? I do not. He played for your favorite team. Julius Peppers? No, your favorite NFL team. Oh, no. Your boy, Mr. Donovan McNabb. Really? Donovan Syracuse? McNabb was on Syracuse's basketball team yeah. and lost the title game. That was when Syracuse had John Wallace. I didn't know they were in the title game that year. I forgot. Yeah. John Wallace and Donovan McNabb was very, very deep on the bench, but yeah. you could see him in some of the highlights and stuff, like cheering for the team and everything, but he was on the team. Yeah. It's impressive. I like that. But a uh, very close second would be UNLV, 1990. Yep, I had that on my list as well, too. Um, so, In fact, I told you I thought that's who you were going to pick. Yeah, and when I said that team, I was happy to see your face because it was like, good, that's the kind of reaction that I wanted. You yeah. got, what about you, Javen? You got any thoughts on that one? You got any, who do you think the best teams? Like ever? The best teams ever in NBA, NBA and college. You got anybody, or is it putting you too much on the spot? This is putting me on the spot. Go with your 2013 UofL Cardinals. Yeah. Or actually, uh, I mean, I'm going to catch heat for this, but uh, 2012 uh, Kentucky Wildcats. Okay. You think that with Anthony Davis and all that? I mean, it's not a bad team. Yeah. Not a lot a bad of lists I saw had them on there. I mean, 95, 96 were up there as well, too, but UK had a couple So if teams you didn't hear me say 2012 Kentucky, don't like that team, but hey, you know what? It's whatever. Well, if, if Kentucky, if that one team that went 38. Yeah, the 2016 Kentucky or 2015. Yeah. 2015 team that ended up losing to Wisconsin. Yeah. With the Harrison brothers. And Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. The hero ball is what ruined it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got Trey Lyles, who was absolutely chewing in that game. Yeah. Carl and Carl Anthony Towns was killing. But Calipari couldn't grow a pair and sit the Harrison twins down and have somebody that would give the ball inside. You put the ball inside, the game's over with. Yeah, they would have just traded buckets for the rest of the game. And the game was over, but hey, you know what? I'm not upset about them losing. <laughs> I'm not upset about them losing at all. Um, so the other question that we got um, came from my brother. And he says, should Colin Kaepernick have an NFL job? You want to go first or you want me to take this one first? I'll take this one first. To me, this is an easy answer because it's actually twofold. The answer is, does he deserve to be able to have an NFL job? 100% yes. Is he an elite quarterback who should be paid as such? No. So I don't think that's the question. Yep, and I gave qu- you my own answer. That's not the question. The question is, should he have an NFL job? So then, based on what you just defined the question as, my answer is no, because he's not good enough to be a starting NFL quarterback, and you're not looking for somebody like that as a backup quarterback. Is he a great talent? 
Did he have a great, where was he at, Nevada? Did he have a great college career? Did he have a good start to his career in San Francisco? Yes. Does he deserve a chance? Yes. Uh, is he a Nick Foles type of player? Greatest quarterback of all time? He's no. Not, oh, my gosh. No. Dude, Nick Foles is not the greatest quarterback of all time. <laughs> at least in the conversation. No, he's I, not. I probably put him at uh, probably two behind Randall Cunningham. <laughs> so you'd put him ahead of Donovan McNabb? I mean, yeah, right now. You put him ahead of Mark Sanchez? That is a close one. That's the bait. <laughs> if he didn't have the Sanchez. butt fumble, he might have been All right, higher so, on my list. And if he didn't, if he wasn't a cowboy at one point my, in time. My two cents on the Colin Kaepernick yeah. thing. Hey, did he kind of screw himself when he opted out of his player option? Yes. Correct. B, should he have a job? 100% yes. So you're an NFL coach and a GM in the league, and you're saying he's if your I'm starting If I'm the Buffalo Bills and I'm starting Nate Peterman, who threw four interceptions yeah. in four straight passing attempts, and I'm telling myself at the end of the day, hey, you know what? It'd probably be better to throw him back out there than throw a guy There's, that led a team to a Super Bowl. I hate to break that to you, but they're not starting Peterman. Well, I'd start him over the quarterback they have there now. Josh Allen. Josh Allen's garbage. Yeah, they messed up with getting rid of Tyrod Taylor, though. That's Are you going to tell me up. before the Jaguars got uh, Nick Foles that they could and started him over who they had there, Blake Bortles. You're going to tell me Miami couldn't start no, him Blake over who Bortles they had? is a better quarterback than Kaepernick. There's no way yes. that Blake Bortles has a way better team around him than than Kaepernick ever had in San Francisco. And he didn't. He what did he do? He went and lost to the Patriots. At least Kaepernick took the team to the Super Bowl. Kaepernick had a great defense. And then look at Miami. You're going to tell me a Tannehill should be should have a job over him? Yeah, Tannehill's not there anymore. But but Tann- I'm saying Tannehill. I'm this right. Is, last year, I get yeah. what you're saying. I get what you're There's saying. There's plenty of people in the NFL that a are starting that shouldn't be starting and when he doesn't have a job and B there's plenty of backups that he's better than I'm not buying it I mean that was a good try on your part I mean I'm not trying it's a it's a fact there's no. he's better than a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL and it's not close that's not the only thing that's about it's about what you're gonna make what type of offense they run do you fit the system Okay, let's go with Baltimore. You, you gonna want, tell me, who you would you take, RG three or no. or Kaepernick? You want me to tell you the system he would fit in? Baltimore, because no. you got Lamar Jackson there now. Yeah, Baltimore changed their system to do what Lamar does. Yeah, the system that is a natural system that he would fit in is Pete Carroll's offense in Seattle. Yeah, I could see him fitting there. He can throw the deep ball. He's got a cannon, not as accurate on the deep ball as Russell Wilson. He can extend the pocket. He can hand it off. <laughs> I think another good uh, team that he could play for is uh, Atlanta. No, I think it, I think zero he could, chance of that. You don't think he could fit in Atlanta's offense? No, that's a pass-first offense. But it's a lot of the dump downs. No, I, give me that. No, you're wrong on this one. I'll give you credit where credit is due. This one, you are way. Well, you off weren't giving on. me credit on he's better than a lot of backups, and he's better than a good amount of starters as well. He's better than some backups, and there was like one starter that I'd say he was better than. I still don't buy the Bortles. I still don't buy. How do you not buy? Bortles was awful. Bortles is absolutely awful, and until this year or until last year, Bortles name any Browns quarterback that he was not better than until last year. Bortles was supposed to be the next uh, Roethlisberger. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. He's not. I agree. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. But he, yeah. Okay. Now, before last year, when they got your guy from uh, Oklahoma. Uh, whatever his name is, I, Baker Mayfield. Before they got Baker Mayfield, name one Browns quarterback that was better than him. Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer does crap in Cleveland. 
Correct. Brian Hoyer is where he should be at always, backing up Tom Brady in New England, making money. Yeah. That's where he should be at. Yeah. I mean, there's – and to, before the, they got – I mean, he opted out of there, so I'm not going to count San Francisco. Okay. Well, let oh. me ask you this question. Okay. Does Kevin Cobb deserve a job in the NFL? Kevin Cobb? You don't even remember I, Kevin I do, Cobb. Kevin. Is he still alive? He's still alive. He's 91 years old with Tommy Lasorda. He's <laughs> – <laughs> it's like asking me, hey, does Joe Montana deserve a job in the I'm NFL? I'm just saying there's a million people out there who are good athletes and, and could play the game. And and I I love Kaepernick to death. And Kaepernick got a raw deal, but he's not a starting quarterback in the league. I did, that, that's, that wasn't a question. The question was, does he deserve a job in the NFL? Yeah, maybe as a uh, tape reader. Oh my gosh! Yes, the the answer for me is yes. He deserves a job in the NFL, whether it's a starting quarterback to be determined or a backup quarterback. He deserves a job in the NFL. I don't know if you saw the ads, but they're actually hiring male cheerleaders on teams now too. So, so you're I mean, saying that Colin that Kaepernick could be a should be a male cheerleader? No, I said he could. I'm just saying I didn't know. Like, what I, gives him the credentials to be a male cheerleader? I feel like the chicks would enjoy seeing him on the sideline. That's not what it's all about, man. You can't just... He's got a lot of spirit. All right, we're moving forward. So last week, uh, I did a lot of talking by myself because you don't like baseball. That's not true. I told you that North Carolina was going to win, and they didn't. Yeah. I didn't tell tell Matt to write you either, by the way. I didn't know he did. I didn't know he did until... Sent me a notification. And I was like, ooh. That was a good one. I, anytime you put yourself out there with a pick, you got to take the ramifications of if it's not right. Hence, your team that's going to not win tonight. It's two to nothing. Correct. Still. Correct. Um, Louisville hosted East Carolina uh, in the Super Regional. Uh, supposed to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Did not make it to Sunday. But the weather did hold off, which is what I asked. Beautiful weather for Friday and Saturday. Yeah. I took off Friday uh, from work. Game was at noon. Uh, Which they thought was going to get moved up, by the way. Yes, I do have some insider knowledge that that was the word tossed around the streets. Can't can't tell you my sources, though. That they thought the game was going to be earlier on Friday? It was going to be moved up on Saturday. It was moved up on Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah, the game was moved from 3 o'clock to noon. Oh, okay. So I was, you know, my sources came through on that one. Yeah. Um, so Friday, because I'm sure you didn't, if you did anything, you maybe just looked at the scores. No, no, no. I watched it live. Uh, Friday, we play East Carolina's best pitcher. It's a lefty, which Louisville has had trouble hitting all season. Starts the game out, first three innings, he's throwing a perfect game. Dealing. Just absolutely on fire. I look at my buddy Dustin. I'm like, here we go again. Here we go. So, Top of the fourth comes up, first guy comes up, gets out, and then we bat around. <laughs> Which, for those of you that don't know or that don't pay attention to baseball, batting around means we batted through the entire lineup and got back to the top of the lineup. Scored four runs. The next inning, we batted around again, scored five runs. The next <sighs> inning, we batted about halfway through the lineup, got three runs. Yeah. So for those of you ca- for those of you counting at home, that is now twelve to nothing. Right. Shout out to Jake Snyder. I heard he played a great game. Jake heard he Sn- might have potentially 
you know, bought some fireworks to celebrate as well, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to put that out there, but hey. You're no, put, I'm you're, just saying it could have. I'm not saying it happened. I'm just saying it could have. <laughs> the fact that you know one of Louisville's baseball players' names kind of gives it away that he did. No, I, I'm a big, avid fan, bro. <laughs> um, now, East Carolina scored one run in the entire Super Regional, so I'm, giving, yeah. I'm showing my hand for the game on Saturday, too. You want to know what their only run was? A bunt. It was a home run. Well, that, that's a the solo, of a bunt. Solo home run on Friday. The dude hit an absolute blast out of right field, and yeah. but they still lost 14-1. <laughs> yeah. Good game. Close one right there. The next game, Louisville's, uh, Louisville's pitcher Bobby Miller has a no-hitter going into the ninth inning. This was Saturday, and for those of you that pay attention to college baseball, uh, this – this had the potential of being the first ever no hitter being thrown in the super regionals. So they left him in. They left him in. First batter he throw he walks. Second batter pinch hitter hits a single to right field. Then they take him out. Oh. But later on that night, Vanderbilt, who is Louisville's opponent in Omaha on Sunday at two o'clock, yeah, has a freshman pitcher. Okay. F- true freshman pitcher throws a complete game. Throws a shutout, has 19 strikeouts and a no hitter. Yeah, that's pretty decent. First no hitter in super regional history. 19 he's strikeouts true, is pretty impressive, dude. He that's 19 out of 27 batters he struck out. Yeah, I could do the math there. Thank you, I appreciate. Well, I was that. just saying that for some people who don't realize that. We'll put that in our intro next week. Yeah, 19 out of 27 batters he struck out. Yeah, no hitter. Let me ask you this: Have I ever told you how much I love baseball? You haven't. Let's hear it. I thought so. Oh, I thought you were going to tell us how much you love baseball. Yeah, I did. So, <laughs> so Louisville moves forward to their fifth ever uh, College World Series. All five College World Series showings have happened in the Dan McDonald era, which started in 2006-2007. Yep. Um, former Beef Speef guest. He is. He is a former guest. Uh, hopefully to have him on again. I'd be more than happy to. I heard Jake uh, Snyder might be interested in the future as well. Hey, too. I'd love to have him on as well. Yeah. I think that would be pretty cool. Um, you might have to buy him some fireworks because I hear that's, he likes that those. Is, uh, that is called impermissible benefits, my friend. No, that's not. Yes, it is. No, we're, we're, if look, you shoot him for him, you can. That's all good. Look, we're not we're not putting NCA infractions on the freaking no, podcast. If you just tell him that you're shooting. You fireworks just told me to give him impermissible benefits. No, I did not. That's you're, I'm going to use a word, but I'm just saying if you were to go shoot fireworks and he were to show up, you can't. I tell stop you what, that. we'll what have somebody do? settle the debate. We have yeah. a former college athlete right here. Correct. If I bought you fireworks and just gave them to you. Is that an impermissible benefit? Allegedly. Um, we can't accept we can't accept uh, gifts. Yeah. See. We can't accept gifts. Right. So that's why I said to you the whole time. Oh, it's you, his Uncle Beef. Yeah. No. I would accept the, the fireworks. Good yeah, answer. You, <laughs> if you were to go and you, shoot you fireworks, you graduated though. So. Just, I would just uh, not let the NCAA know. Yeah. Correct. Good. Good answer. <laughs> If you were to go and shoot fireworks, and I'm glad this mic's far up, away from him talking. Yeah. <laughs> if you were to go shoot fireworks and he were to show up, that's just that's, a random that's totally chance. different. BJ. That's just what I said the whole time. No, it's not. You said give him some fireworks. Yeah, if like allow him to see like, some fireworks. And I'm like, hey, you want to light some of these fireworks with me? That's a totally different thing. Right. 
Because then it's like what you all did, where it's like, hey, man, we didn't cheat. Even regular students were doing the classes. Exactly. I could just say, hey, I, he didn't cheat. Even I was lighting the fireworks. I don't know if you've, so, like, just taught yourself something, but, I mean, I feel like you, you could learn from that, what you just said. Yeah, learn how to cheat like North Carolina. Well, get out of things. I mean, that's a summary how you see it, but I feel <laughs> like it's, in, you know, intelligence. Oh, man. I mean, you guys definitely broke the mold when it was hey this, this this is how you should talk to the ncaa i don't know what you're talking about multiple times i don't know i don't know what you're talking about i'm just saying so there's a big fight coming up this weekend and the only reason i say big is because both the guys are big not necessarily because of the matchup is supposed to be ridiculous yep good fights last weekend too ufc had some triple g won with a knockout yeah, it's a good good time of the year for fights. July is actually some of the biggest fights in the uh, world. You got any thoughts on the UFC fight from this past weekend? You want to talk about or interesting couple of fights? First of all, um, Henry Cejudo, two two weight class champion, says that he is going to drop his belts if he does not get paid. So that intrigued me. Um, is he just going to drop his belts and go to a different, like, not UFC or what? He can't go to a different because he's under contract. He just said he'll retire if he doesn't get paid, which is awesome to me because think about it. He's hey, got let's, all the... I'm going to retire because I'm not going to get paid, so I'll retire then not get paid. Yeah, but it's leverage. Think about How the leverage. leverage. Because he's two, a champion of two weight classes. So 125 and 135, all of those fights down below him mean nothing until he signs a new contract. It's very intelligent on his part. And I promise you this, mark my words, he will end up getting paid. So let me ask you a question. Okay. Because this, and maybe you can then enlighten me. Okay. This is the way I see it. Right. I'm not going to get paid, so I'm just going to quit, which then means I'm definitely not going to get paid. Right. How does that make any sense? Because the way the UFC works is on their pay-per-view matchups, they will always have a champion fighting. Typically, they will have multiple champions fighting. So they need him to fight, and they need him to fight on a regular basis. And so if it costs them X amount of money, then it is worth the investment. Now that he is a champion of two weight classes, okay. they need him to fight twice as often. And that won't happen. So the only way to get him to fight again is to pay him his money, have him choose which weight division he wants to defend his belt in, relinquish the title in the other one, and then move on at that point. Okay. So, yeah, he will get paid, I promise you that. Another fight that was big on paper was Donald Cowboy Cerrone and Tony Ferguson ended because whenever you get punched in the nose – and then you have contusions oh, or whatever. Oh, dude, I saw this. Yeah, and then you blow your nose. That pushes air up in that pocket, that nasal cavity. And so it swelled his eye up so bad he couldn't see. That was so gross, dude. So the doctors called that one. And then another one, um, Shevchenko, ends up just kicking the heck out of Jessica eye. And uh, don't watch that highlight. Sounds like a baseball bat. Somebody taking a baseball bat to the forehead. I'm going to have to see this. Shin to head and just knocks her out. So, yeah, a <laughs> lot of good fights. And then even a lot of the undercards. And then, like I said, Triple G had a nasty knockout. So In the fourth round, right? It was early. Yeah. So he's trying to get back on the road. He wants that Canelo fight again, which is probably not going to happen. So the fight coming up this weekend is Tyson Fury against Tom Swartz, or however you say his name. Sure. Shores or something. Schwarz. No, S-U-R-E, sure. Because it's not happening. Oh. <laughs> um, hey, just remember what everyone said a couple weeks ago. 
I do remember. And I was not one of those people. Even though I wouldn't have ever said that Andy Ruiz was going to win, I would just say I was not one of those people. Um, this fight, I I may actually go watch it with Grant. Grant, Grant and I were talking to today. Uh, I'm sure if he says I'm good to come, I don't think he would care if you came to watch the fights if he says it's good. Pay-per-view, right? Uh, it's ESPN+. Plus. Yeah, that's kind of impressive. Yeah. So the fact that you're getting, I would say, the biggest fighter in – in their boxing, what is it, top something? Yeah, top rank, I believe. Top rank boxing. You yeah. have the top contender, or the, probably the top boxer, the most known boxer, and he's not fighting on pay-per-view. He's fighting on ESPN+. Plus. Yeah. That's pretty cool, actually. I agree. Um, I mean, it's not pretty cool in fact of them making money, but it's pretty cool as in for uh, the fans. Yeah. So he's facing um, a guy named Tom Swartz, who is a 25-year-old German fighter, Uh was he 24-0? 24-0. Uh, he says, you know, I'm built for this. He doesn't – what he what he has in the stature, he still doesn't lack in, in, in confidence either. <laughs> I mean, you got a guy that's fate was Fury 6'9". Correct. 6'9", 260 or something. Yeah. Basically, you're fighting LeBron. It no, is, he's bigger than LeBron. Well, LeBron's, what, 6'8", 260? Yeah. So he's an inch taller than LeBron. But, yeah, I mean, essentially you're fighting LeBron. It's essentially what you're fighting. Which – doesn't seem that much till you see somebody like that step into a ring. That's pretty much like, like looking geez. at me, I'd say. So it's almost like fighting LeBron. Yeah. It's <laughs> I'm much more scary and intimidating. I get yeah. that. I, I hear that quite frequently. Yeah, you're like fighting Andre Kirilenko. Yeah. Hey, pounds are going up. I'm just saying. By the way, I found an old Andre Kirilenko basketball card I have. Yeah, you told us. Number to 350. On the anybody, last wants to, anybody wants to buy it. I'm sure there's oh, a big dude, market I wanna, for that. I want to expl- I want to tell you something, man. Okay. I broke my please, own heart yesterday. What did you do? So you know, I found like I said, I found some old basketball cards. One of those was at Andre Kirilenko. Another one was a one of my favorite cards that I've ever had. It was an old Kevin Garnett uh, basketball card. So these were cards you already had. You just found your secret stash. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going through the Beckett magazine that I bought the other day, looking up, see how much these cards are worth. Right. Valuing them. Yeah. Card prices are not up right now, by the way. Uh, they're up more than what I thought they were. Okay. That's a good sign. Yeah. I mean, they're not like, oh, my God. But they're up more than I thought they were. Because it's starting to get to the point to where people are wanting to get cards of certain people again. Yeah. And, like, we had a couple, eh, like, one or two good rookies. Now we, like, you got a class with, like, Zion and John Morant. Like, last year you had Doncic. And yeah, but the only thing is all the brands have changed now. and so It's I all like know. one brand. It's all pretty much Panini now. Right. But Which cannot be valuable. It actually is. Panini's the, Panini owns everything. Right, which is why I don't think it can be valuable. Oh, it is. Luka Doncic's cards, I haven't found a Luka Doncic's card. Again, this is just regular run-of-the-mill cards, right. rookie cards. I, there's not been one of them that's valued under four dollars, so that's just a regular four dollars. But that's that's just four dollars. Listen, to what I'm saying that's just a regular card. You can't even buy a meal at McDonald's for four dollars. Uh, you're probably right on that one. Yeah. But I'm saying you can a, get a large fry for four dollars at McDonald's. So that's worth a card. Oh my goodness, that's you what just I'm saying. Built all that up for a $4 no, I, no. I haven't even said the story that I wanted to say. All right, sorry, I didn't mean so to interrupt I'm you with your four dollars right? over there. And I'm looking at. Oh, man, I found this Kevin Garnett card. Right. 
I find it. I look at the number on the back. It's number nine. And I find it, and I'm like, oh, my God. This thing's worth $1,000. Oh, no. You looked at the wrong listing. And then I read the name above, and I was like, turn it over. It's worth 40 cents. <laughs> 40 cents. <laughs> I mean, there's only a couple of decimal points. You realize how there. much my heart hurt after that, man? Yeah. I wanted to throw it against the wall because it was the same number in the in the cards. Okay. Like it was the number nine on the back, so I was like, "Oh my goodness, it's worth a thousand bucks." No, right. it's worth forty cents or sixty cents. I like might that. need to borrow that book. By the way, I told you I bought my niece and nephew a bunch of cards. For and, sure. You know, if a couple of cards go missing, they'd never know. So if we got some value in there, <laughs> we're going. We're oh, going to I Sizzler. did. Guess what I pulled the other day? What? CJ McCollum autograph. I like CJ. CJ. Which, shout out to our former guest Tony Hicks. Said yeah. he was the best player that he ever played against. Yeah. It's impressive. Uh, I thought it was going to be me after I played him the other night, but uh, we'll ask him when he comes when he comes yeah. on again. He he'll said probably he'll remember said he'd very on. vividly. I mean, luckily, once we got on the same team, we didn't lose. You know, so he should he should probably thank me on the podcast. I guess, yeah. yeah. So crazy thing about this fight, though, going back to this fight, uh, Schwarz is actually a bigger underdog than Ruiz was. Yeah, plus twelve hundred is crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's almost worth throwing a couple bucks on just to see what happens. Yeah, I mean, the thing with this is, man, is is you and I both said the exact same thing, man. If this is any other weight class, okay, but this is heavyweight. Right. It takes one punch from one of these guys, and you could you could pull an upset. Heavyweight fights rarely go to decision. When they do go to decision, you know, you can pretty much take the favorite most of the time, but one punch changes everything. Yeah. Uh, I told Grant, though, I know you just said that. I told Grant I'm taking Fury into decision. Yeah. I'm taking Fury with the decision. I think this guy's going to go the distance, but I don't think he's going to have enough. Fury's awkward, man. Anybody who's watched boxing knows Fury does not have a style that you can replicate. So Fury's got a unique mindset. The only thing I'll say about Fury that is intriguing to me is he really doesn't have the resume of a lot of great fighters. The problem is there's not a ton of great heavyweights out right now. So his only kind of box checked on his resume of an elite fighter is Vladimir Klitschko. And Klitschko was a great fighter. He fought him towards the end of his career. Wilder's on that list. You know, that's an interesting one that they'll hopefully run back after this one. The article I was reading today says it's as set in stone as it can be for right now. Right. Because they both still have fights in between there. It's going to be tough to get that deal done because I think Wilder is showtime. And uh, I believe that uh, Klitschko, or I mean, uh, Fury is now with that ESPN top yeah, rank. So yeah. I don't know how that deal is structured, but I would love to see that fight again. Absolutely. Um, so, you got anything else on that one? Absolutely. On that fight? What no, you got? No, I was just repeating your absolutely line. <laughs> so, I got a power move. You, right. you didn't tell me yours, so I'll go first. Okay. So, the other day, I think it was, what, game four? Yeah, it was before game four. Uh, there was a clip going around of Norman Powell going up and trying to fist bump Kawhi Leonard. Right. Being a good teammate. Yeah, being a good teammate. And he was like, hey, you know, yeah. just like putting his fist up. Kawhi's like, nah, man, we got to go out of here. At first, I didn't even think he saw it. Like, it was <laughs> he like definitely you said, saw it. He looks right at it. On the second time I watched it, he looks right at it and just goes, no. Yeah, he's like, nah, we're going out this way. Yep. And it, what was the caption? Like, when you're so in this, I wish I could be as much in the zone as Kawhi is or something. <laughs> like, he just, I, I kind of felt bad for Norman Powell. 
Right. And I was like, dang, man, he's just trying to get a fist bump. But it's like, no, nah, man, it's just how focused Kawhi is, I guess. He just, no, nah, man, like, or it's just like King of the Sting, don't touch me. Yeah. Don't touch me. Well, Norman Powell's an underrated player for them, too. I told you before we uh, previewed the finals, I thought he was going to be a big piece. And Van Vliet, the other one who I mentioned, has been a bigger piece. But I think both of them, I mean, Norman Powell was a big piece in the Buck series. Well, we are both already wrong. On what? On the series. Oh, yeah. I said five games. I, I said six. Right. So we're both already wrong. Correct. Um, but, yeah. Which credit to Toronto. I mean, you didn't expect the Clay Thompson injury and then Katie coming back and getting injured again hurts them a lot, too. Hindsight's twenty twenty. I took five. That was wrong. Almost as wrong as my uh, North Carolina pick. You win some, you lose some. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. Yep. But my power move. I'm going to the unique ones, and we've had a lot of interesting ones. If you remember, I'm, I'm going to say this. What I'm what always excited. I'm always excited when you don't tell me. This and one, I'm being, and I'm being serious because I always like hearing it for the first time, like everybody else will when they listen. Yeah, I think there's something special to it, and and this one is extra special because the gentleman who I'm going to reference is a special and unique individual. But the power move is going to be a person and a situation because it's going to be my good buddy, Caden Nolot. And Caden is going to get my power move of the week, not for who he is, what he does, or anything like that. It's going to be a philosophy. So we used to play a lot of basketball against him. Used to go to a rival school, right? This dude, when he goes to play somewhere, shows up with two knee-high socks that are two different socks, completely different colors, he might wear a sleeve on one arm. He might wear six different armbands on one arm. He might wear a headband, but he gets crazy. Looks yeah. like he's the world's worst player, and then all of a sudden comes out and gets buckets on you. Yeah. So power move is the throwing people off their game and then ending up going in their back. First time I ever played, funny story about Kane Nola, first time I ever played against him, I had to dunk in the game, right? It was in a summer league game. And we come back down. Uh, somebody on our team gets fouled and go to the free throw line. And he taps me on the arm and he said, hey, man, that was a really great dunk, buddy. You're a good player. And I knew right from that moment, I was like, this dude is crazy. So power move of the week, Caden Nolot throwing you off your game with his extravagant outfits to come play basketball. Is he, is he a listener? I don't know if he – I mean, I'm sure he is. I don't know if it's every week. He's a busy man as well too, but – Shout to Caden if he's listening. Yeah, hope we gotta let him know to to listen for a certain spot on here. We won't tell him when it is so he doesn't skip to it. And come work on at the fireworks store this year. Is he going to again? No, he won't. But I'm trying to. <laughs> oh, by the way, fireworks store is hiring. If you need if you need a job, correct. If you are a qualified individual, which means you've got two legs. I mean, I prefer two arms. If you only How have are you one, arms. stop without two arms. You gotta have two arms. Well, you can run the register with one arm. That's true. Yeah, for sure. And then you can point to fireworks like boop boop. That one's a good one. That one's a good one. So yeah, needless to say, if you've got a pulse, you're breathing. Serious one. If you are over the age of eighteen, you do have to be over the age of eighteen to sell fireworks. But yeah, we need some help. That's it. All right, cool. All right, we got a beef. That's correct. Go ahead. Let's see what you got. It's about time, by the way. So it's my, about time I'm not the only one doing No, beef. I always bring good beefs. I just let you do the beefs cause, so you feel like this is still your podcast and it's a great <laughs> thing. And, yeah, I don't want to steal the spotlight. I already have my hit segment, you know, the intro of the year. But I'm just saying, you know, my, my beef this week is a good one. 
And my beef is going to be titled Bad Neighbors. So recently we had sharp observations, and uh, we saw Sharp posted a picture of his neighbor having a rooster in his neighborhood. And this is city. This isn't country at all. So terrible neighbor for having a rooster. We also have one in my neighborhood that has a rooster. But even worse, this morning after working 82 hours last week, I wake up to a lawnmower running in my side yard right next to my window at 7.30 in the morning. So probably don't run your mower at 7.30 in the morning. When is, when is a good time to start your mower? 9, 9.30? No, I'd say 10. Don't, don't run that mower before 10. I get he's trying to beat the heat. I get he's 9,287 years old. You live next door to Methuselah? I do. <laughs> and um, he's an interesting character. He actually has marked on our sidewalk where we are technically over his property line, and he has that dug into our. So yeah, bet you won't steal him. No, probably not. But I, I would uh, be nice to him and almost clean his gutters out for him recently. You almost did. I almost did. Yeah. What stopped you? Did it start raining again? No, he had, asked, like he had asked doing. me to. I tried to push it off as much as possible, and then luckily he ended up having somebody else do it. So. He thought I could just stand there and reach up and do it. I mean, it's probably not a bad, probably not a bad assumption. No, I, I think I missed my life calling once I realized that. But you know, I, it's not a job for me. So yeah, bad neighbors is my beef of the week, and um, luckily we can't say any inappropriate language on here because I've got a couple of choice words for those bad neighbors. I'm trying to think if I've had. Oh, dude, I had a bad neighbor once. Yeah. And he tops yours by a, a thousand. Well, well, what did he do? I mean, you can't just say he <laughs> topped him. I'm going to guess gonna, there was some criminal activity. You're going to be like, yeah, he wins. Okay. So, first off, if my grandpa was parked anywhere close to in front of his house, yeah, he would either A, egg my grandpa's truck. Egg it. Oh, it gets better. B, use his army... Uh, like truck and push it forward. <laughs> I don't think that's legal. I feel like or see both. Yeah, all of the above. And here's here's the other part. That should have been your power move. There's nothing in a power move about this because yeah, you got an army truck and eggs like no. a plethora. You of You ready eggs. to hear why he tops yours? Why? I thought you just told me. No, it's the dude killed his wife. Oh, that's okay. We probably can't talk about that. I'm not going into detail about it, but I'm saying you want to talk about bad neighbors. I think I just. Oh, my goodness. You got Leatherface as your freaking neighbor. (laughs) Silence of the Lambs over there. So you want to talk about beefing with bad neighbors. I guess the one plus of it, he wasn't your neighbor for long after that, I'm imagining. Uh, No, he's in jail for life. Yeah, that's typically how it goes. So shout out to anybody. Please don't. Because it wasn't like. But anybody that lives in this area remembered when this happened because he, he went to her place of business yeah. and did it in front of everyone. Wow. Yeah. So it's not like he really had anything where he's just like, yeah, I really thought this one through and I'm going to get away with this. I'd say probably no. if you do something like that, you're probably not the sharpest tool in the shed. And, you you know, maybe you've thought it out. But What's you, scary, though, is, dude, like when we were kids, the ball went over the fence, we were just hopping the fence. Right. Not thinking anything of it. Not like, oh, yeah, this guy could shoot us. Yeah. I used to hop the fence, and there used to be a beagle that used to try to do inappropriate things to me. So I don't like hopping fences either anymore. 
He had a he had an English bulldog, so I think, but it was like a real fat one. Yeah. So he. Was I don't a, know any skinny English bulldogs. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But he was like really fat. Okay. Like it looked like he needed a skateboard. Could have been the logo for the New Albany Bulldogs. No, he was like double that. I don't think I actually. We might have had somebody who had a bulldog who was kind of did the they, mascot. Did they have a live bulldog when you played there, Jaden? And New Albany. Albany? Somebody they, had they one. They did a they did a long long time ago. Yeah. But um, not when I played. What was his they name? Had, they what was his name? Statue. I appreciate you calling us old, by the way. I feel like it was Brutus or something like that. What, what was his name? I feel like it was Brutus or something. Like Brutus the bulldog. Yeah, we didn't. I don't remember. If there seems, was. At least you guys are creative with the names. Yeah, Brutus. Brutus. Yeah. Like you couldn't have thought it was like Ramses or something. I guess sounds what? way more powerful. <laughs> Brutus the Bulldog? It Brutus like, is a good name. I feel like that's, a, that's the perfect No, that's, that's kind yeah. of... Yeah. Ramses? You're saying Ramses and you're Ramses dissing Brutus? I mean, if you would have came at us with like a hey, semi-decent BJ, BJ, name. BJ, what's, yeah. what's your uh, mascot's name in North Carolina? Ginger. And no, in North Carolina. What's his name? A Ram. Tar Heel. What's his name? I don't know the name. His nickname. name is Ramses. So you just bashed on your own team's mascot. Yeah. I did that on I, purpose. Is it really Ramsey? It really is Ramsey. You set us up. <laughs> I set you up. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, what about, like, I think. That's Georgia, a terrible name. I Georgia, stick to it. George's bulldog was his name, Ugga. I don't know Nickname's name, have, bro. I didn't know they had Yeah, they actually have a real bulldog, and his name's Ugga, or UGA. How much do you think they get paid for that? I don't know. What Now, you can bash on that, but you can't bash on the Longhorn that Texas has, though. That's pretty dope. Or the Buffalo that Colorado has. What, that's a, actually a real Longhorn that yeah. actually truck sticks people? Yeah. Yeah, I'll give, that's a power move. All right, so my beef. So let's wrap this up. So we're both. BJ looks like he's tired. No, I'm never tired. Yeah. I'm going to go home and get a nice workout in. I'm no, gonna, uh, you're going to go to sleep. No, I'm not. What you need I've to do is look at those at things home. that I sent you earlier and figure out what you want to say. I will. I've got some great questions. Good. I always have some Good. great questions. Probably a, that episode, I'll probably do a 30-minute intro instead of my <laughs> usual 20. So. We have a pretty cool interview coming up. We're not going to tell you who it is. Right. We will after we do the interview, but I'm pretty excited Whoa, for that of one. Course. Yeah, that's how it usually goes when they listen to it and say, oh, that's well, such no, and such. We'll post the picture before we release it the next day. Okay. Because I think it's going to be a, that's a cool interview that we're going to have. I don't think we do anything but cool interviews. I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So my beef is, uh, I think, one that everyone pretty much had the other night. My beef is with the Toronto Raptors fans. Yeah. Booing or cheering when KD got hurt. Yeah, it was not, not something you usually see. No, and I, I just I, – look, I don't like the Warriors at all. I can't stand the Warriors. But that's not something that I would ever do. Even if Draymond got hurt, I wouldn't cheer. Right. I don't like Draymond Green. I don't like the Warriors. I don't have – like, if KD played for a different team, I wouldn't mind him. It's just the fact that he plays for the Warriors. Is there anybody else on that team who's like that too? Clay Thompson. Yeah. I like Clay Thompson. I like Iguodala. If Clay gets a max pretty, deal, though – I'll just say this. Pretty much everyone but Steph and Draymond I would I would like if they played for a different team. Quinn Cook? I mean, Quinn Cook looks like J. Cole, so yeah. Jordan Bell? Jordan Bell. I mean, he's only played for the Warriors. Jonas Jurebko? He's played for every team, I think, in the NBA. He's Boston. Played, he's played awful in his finals, too. Yeah. He's not been the piece that they wanted to. Nah. Well, this is – you always ask me all these questions. I got a question for you, right? Let's hear You're a big Drake fan. and I, I used to be. He's. He, I told what? you before. He's moved down my totem pole a lot. 
Really? But go ahead. You I, didn't tell me that before. I have told you that I plenty of times. You just don't Drake. listen to me anymore. No, I listen. I just don't hear you sometimes. Sometimes I, you know, I got too many things going on. But question to you is which one? I'm sure you saw both of these. Which one was faker? The reaction he had whenever KD got hurt, or the reaction he had upon them losing the game? I think they were both the same thing. Yeah. To be honest with you, poor and I, acting. And just I'll, be, like I'll be honest with you. I don't think that his reaction when KD got hurt was fake. Yes, I don't think the dude's got his tattoo on his arm of KD. You really think that was fake? Yeah, I don't think that was fake. Okay, watch it again. Go, go back. Oh, I've and watched watch it a it bunch of times. I don't think it was fake. Yeah, I think it was real. I think he's just he's just overly dramatic. I just I don't think it was fake at all. The dude has the yeah. tattoo of Kevin Durant on his arm. I really don't think that was fake. Now. Did you see the caption that I gave whenever he left the game? No. That was kind of over the overly dramatic as well. Correct. I said Drake looks like Drake looks like his mom just told him he couldn't have a friend stay over. When he was leaving, <laughs> I swear that's what it looked like. He was like barely slapping fives to people and like right. dragging his feet. Like I think because he even put a he even put an Instagram post out talking about KD and how like uh it sucked to lose the game, but it was it was more it it sucked even more that KD got hurt and all that stuff. Like, right? Because if I, you put it on Instagram, it's got to be true. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, he I put a picture that. with it. Yeah. So, uh, I honestly, seriously, all jokes aside, I really don't think he was acting when he was upset. Yeah, you mentioned that earlier, and I I'm still just I'm being really, honest. Really do. I, I don't. I don't think he was acting. Nobody wants to see anybody get injured, so I'm not saying he was happy. I'm just saying it, when. Mention he's over dramatic sometimes, but the reaction to it was extremely heightened. And well, he he knew he was walking by him, and he knew the cameras were on him. That's that's what I'm getting at. Well, no, he because he did it before he was even walking towards him. If you watch it, the one that they showed that I saw, he yeah. did it as soon as he was like sitting on the ground and he waved for the trainer. So if that's the case, then your reaction is done by the time he walks by because he wasn't moving too fast. He wasn't. No, but. Here's the other thing that you also got to keep in mind with. I know I said he has the tattoo of him on his arm. Right. I've already said that. He's actually friends with these dudes. Like, you think of, like, how much he hangs out with a lot of these players. Like, he's actually, like, think of if me or you were watching one of our friends go and play. Yeah. And then we're there at the game. Even if we're cheering against him, when we see our friend get hurt, we're going to be upset about it. Of course. And that's the that's where you gotta kinda look at that. Like that's actually his friend. If you're saying he's Katie's friends like what we're friends, I think you might be a little bit confused. No, I said we're somewhere and we see one of our friends get right. Out. Let's say, I mean, put a name DJ. I watched DJ unfortunately get injured. I, mm-hmm. I would say that Drake's feelings that night were different than what when we watched when I watched DJ get hurt. I did I didn't disagree with you that he was a little over dramatic with it. Yeah. But I don't think he was faking him being upset. Okay. Over dramatic, yes, I'll agree with you. Yeah, I mean he was on Degrassi, bro. That's what I'm saying. He was poor acting. I don't. I didn't watch Degrassi. It was a little after my time, I think. I don't even know what it was. It's a. That's because you hate Canada. No, I think it's actually if they want to sponsor us, I'll say what it was. It's but not if even they on TV anymore. Well, I mean, I'm sure they've got licensing deals. Where I they bet can. if you liked Canada, you would know what the show I was. I love Canada. You've already shown in the past two episodes now how much you hate. You listen. You're trying to hard sell this. I'm not hard know. selling anything, man. This was an easy sell for me, showing that you hated Canada. But I've got the one up for you. My passport says different. 
That's all I'm saying. Just because you've been somewhere doesn't mean you don't hate it. That's all I'm saying. Supported the economy. Bought vitamin waters that you can't buy in the U.S. Attended establishments in Toronto. Met all the fine people of Toronto. And that's the only place I've been. But you keep hard selling. I'm not hard selling. I mean, I have, it's okay. I'm not bringing a full segment to the show trying to prove that someone hates something. One of these days, people will believe you. I'm. I don't know. Maybe maybe people start texting you saying they can't believe what you hate Canadians. Just remember, all those listeners, I appreciate you guys having my back. In let, this. let me ask you a question. For yeah. Did What's someone question? really text what? you and say that they thought that I hated Asians? The answer to the question, as you worded it, did someone. Text you. Correct. And and my answer to that is no because of the word someone. You are making this No, up. no. Because I actually had people that texted me about it. I know They this. weren't being serious, I'm, but they texted me and said something to me about I it. I feel bad because it's like I, I, I'm your friend and we do this podcast <laughs> together. And I just wanted a chance for you to clear the air. And I The made air has this, been cleared. I, I don't hate Asians. I don't hate China. Gosh. I don't hate anything about Asian culture this is other than their food. No, That's no, no. It. We were talking about bad acting just a couple of seconds ago. And my thing is, like, let's say you truly don't hate or despise or whatever wording you want to use, right? You can't just say, I don't do this thing. you got to, like, give us a little bit of a sales pitch. And it's just not, you know, these people know where your heart is coming from. And I just want to say I love you Asians. You know what I'm saying? Deep down inside, I'll always be an Asian at heart. And uh, I don't think you can say that. I was like, I don't even know what you want me to right. say. No, I've said it all. <laughs> you, you didn't say that about Canada, so there's see, there's really no hard selling about that. No, Canada's a different story. Can- yeah, because you hate it. Canada has got some great musical artists. I'd say Justin Bieber is a, uh, a just a, a spark to our generation. And um, his ability to play the drums as what he does is magnificent. Your favorite artist is from Canada. Correct. Brian Adams. I don't even know Brian Adams, but he's probably <laughs> named after me. Uh, what about The Weeknd? Do you like The Weeknd? No. Jay-Z. Which, speaking about Jay-Z's that... Jay-Z's not from Canada. I know he's not. Um, he's from New York, I believe. Um, actually, I think he's from somewhere south. I'm pretty sure Jay-Z's from New York. Yeah, I'd say that, too, if it was my branding. But I'm just saying I don't think that's true. Um, Kyrie is about to go with Rock Nation, by the way. I I meant to mention that earlier, but he's splitting with his agent, and he's about to go with Rock Nation. So shout-out to Jay-Z. Come on the podcast. Yeah, I'm sure we have a really good shot at that. Shout-out to Kyrie. Come on the podcast. Oh, Olivia Munn. Olivia Munn was the earlier one. Shout-out to Olivia Munn. Come on the podcast. Why would Kyrie come on here when you hate him now? I don't hate Kyrie. If you look at my shoe um, arsenal, you would know that I love Kyrie's shoes. Who is your current favorite player in the NBA? Um, Since it's no longer Kyrie. I don't have many players to choose from in a Cavs jersey. Kevin Love it is. No. <laughs> Colin Sexton it is. That's a tough I got a Colin one. Sexton jersey card. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like Colin Sexton. I'll give you 40 cents for it. It's worth more than forty cents. It's worth at least triple that. Okay, eighty. I'll make it that's eighty. That's a dollar. Right now. That's double. I know. I mean, I'm trying to negotiate here, bro. So we got to think of some stuff, man, because we actually have some Patreon followers now. It's beautiful. We got to think of some stuff to talk about on there. 
I think uh, let us know what anybody wants to see. I think we discussed doing some food reviews on there since mm-hmm. our palates are extraordinaire. Yeah. Um, we've got a lot of good ideas coming, though. So I appreciate all those people who are helping us keep being creative. If you guys know any small businesses that are local because we like to – kind of help out local people first that's right uh let us know shoot us a message shoot us an email shoot us a text if you have our numbers uh our emails on our on our page if it's not i can get it to you all you gotta do is message us anything that you want to do somebody you think we should reach out to that would be a good partnership let us know um we'll be moving into the i know i say this all the time but we'll be moving into a youtube channel here pretty soon Yep, just got to figure out the logistics of it all, but I think that'll help a lot of our listeners. Absolutely. And uh, also, like I said previously, you know, I've got a lot of, uh, I'd say, in comparison to the amount of um, people who have reached out about your Asian hatred, I would say there's probably double, uh, possibly triple, I haven't counted exactly the amount of females that have reached out that are begging me to be, you know, take some, like, special pictures and do the youtube page and they're just they're they're looking for a little bit of love well, what's me. funny is you yeah, know I, right? I would consider myself pretty good at math well i didn't say anything that was funny there so i'm confused well this i'm comment. just i'm just the irony okay or i guess you could, right. I, I consider myself pretty good at math and, i'd say you're not but and okay. i realized that you made up that entire thing about someone texting you so with no yeah. I said you had the wrong someone was where you were wrong, which implies that there's multiple. So zero times zero would equal the amount of females that have asked for pictures in the YouTube channel. So I see where you're going with this. Okay. Uh, jealousy is real, folks. It's uh, I'm not. sorry to all of our listeners, and I appreciate all you ladies out there who uh, enjoy this podcast is what I'm going to say. I feel like there's only like maybe one female that I know of that listens to this. Maybe listen, two. Why are you raining on our podcast? I'm not because I, I want more. You know, I want more females to listen to the podcast and feel like they can. I'd say there's plenty of room on the bandwagon. Absolutely. We might even open up a front seat. Like, you don't even have to ride in the Depends back. Depends on who it is. Correct. Depends on who it is. Correct. But yeah, man, I'm not against that. Okay. Well, we'll, I'm not, we'll see. I'm not we'll, against we'll that. We'll see if we can cross that bridge when we get there. Absolutely. Javen, you got anything, man? What did you think? Is this everything you thought it would be? I liked it. It's glamorous, right? It's, it's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> That's the fakest answer. Your acting is almost He's as bad as Trey. But really, though, I, I, I liked listening. But now you ain't got to listen to the episode on there, but we'd like you to. I think we should have given you a mic. I think in the future you need to come back on, have some fun with us. As you notice, this is us just sitting here talking back and forth, having a little bit of fun. You've got some big things coming up in the future, so we'd love to have you back on whenever you wanted. I'd I'd definitely be down to come, come out and have fun with you guys. For sure. Absolutely. For those of you who don't remember, go back and listen to his episode. He talks about winning the ACC championship and high jumping talks about how he's going to train to try to get into the Olympics um, he's got some cool things coming up shout uh, out to the Tupac nose ring as well too I like that yeah. <laughs> power move that yeah. power move right there oh man BJ you got anything else that covers it for me man I appreciate you guys listening and uh, keep your eye out for all the new stuff Hopefully, we'll be bringing some new products and merch out. If anybody wants to do any sponsorship deals, we've got all that paperwork for you. Mm -hmm. And uh, go St. Louis Blues. 
Is it still two to nothing? It is, and uh, I've messed up on my last segment this evening, so that's all I've got for you. That's fine. We'll see if anyone misses it. It's okay. Nobody will know. But, guys, keep liking, keep sharing. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, it's been fun doing it, like always. BJ's over here rubbing his eyes like he's been awake for four days. I'm crying because I forgot my closing <laughs> lines. It's all right. I'll be all right. All right, guys. You all have a good one. Beef out. Peace.